Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. We are Matt and Kevin, and welcome to Season 2 of the Believe in Overwatch League podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Please like, rate, and subscribe to us on all your favorite podcast platforms. You can also find us on social media at Believe in OWL and Believe.com. This week, we take a look at all things Echo, the friendly Overwatch League matches, and interview a special guest. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Believe in Overwatch League podcast. Um, This is normally what we do with our gameplay segment, but we didn't really have much to analyze this week, unless you want to count the the friendly matches, which they were just friendly matches, so they don't count. But instead, this week, we've brought on a special guest, um, Sayu, who's the founder of the International Overwatch League. Sayu, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, well, uh, my name's Sayu. Um, I am 28 years old. I founded the uh, International Overwatch League um, back in September. Um, I don't know what you guys want to know about me. <laughs> I'm I'm a pretty fun person, um, and I really enjoy uh, I enjoy managing the league and you know meeting everybody and making new friends and stuff like that. Uh, why did you choose Sayu as your gamer tag? Um, my my gamer tag is actually Sayuzis, which is a play on Sayuri. Um, Sayuri was a character I made on Fantasy Star Online. That's my favorite game, like my favorite favorite game. Um, but I I uh, was actually a global moderator on a Fantasy Star Online server back in 2007, and I helped run that server till 2018. Um, when I, when I finally, you know, dropped out, cause that was just a really long time of helping run, you know, run a, run an entire server. Uh-huh. Um, and it just, it just became my nickname. Um, I met a lot of, I helped run a team then a huge team on that server. And I drove cross country to meet my friends and, um, it just became part of my personality. Like my license plate is Sayuri. That's how ingrained that is into who I am. It's kind of gross. Yeah. Well, no, it's not <laughs> gross. It's, it's part of you. What? Once you're that, once you've been part of that for that long, like it, it's part of you. You can't really get yeah. rid of it. Matt, what's your gamer tag? Mine is Ninja Boy Bruin. Um, Ninja was uh, it, it, Ninja's been a nickname that I've had since 2009. Um, I did ROTC in high school, and we went over to uh, Camp San Luis Obispo in California, and we did our boot camp there. Um, we did this thing called Pugil, which is spelled P-U-G-I-L. It's for the military. It's supposed to be like simulating close quarters rifle fighting, um, but what it looks like is you're just smacking each other with giant ear cleaners. Um, <laughs> and so, like, no one there knew me because I was a freshman at the time. Um, and so, I, I ended up. My, I think my record was like something like 20 wins, three losses. And so people started calling me Ninja because they didn't realize that I do have my black belt in Taekwondo. Um, so that just kind of stuck with me throughout 
high school and college, Ninja became my, um, my camp name for the camp I volunteer for. And then, so that's where the Ninja comes from. And then the Bruin is because I went to UCLA and that just became a very big part of my personality and my identity. Um, so yeah, that's how I became Ninja Boy Bruin. And then how'd you pick Kanashi, Kevin? Uh, this actually, I recently switched over to Kanashi. Um, so my name before this was KJ or KJHT33. It's, it's such a mouthful. It's like my full name and initials and then my basketball number. So that's why I had that name for the longest time. And people who play with me um, or who have played with me um, before the name switch still call me KJ. So if I'm ever in stream and people are like, oh, yeah, KJ, what, what's up with this? And I'm like, oh, OK, I, I know they're referring to me. Um, I switched over to Kanashi um, after there, and there's an anime called uh, Koito Uso, which is um, Love and Lies. Um, the opening is called Kanashi Urashi, which means uh, sad is, uh, or like sadness, happiness or happy and sad. Um, and the Kanashi name really stuck with me for a while. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'll just switch my name over to Kanashi. It's a lot easier to say. Um, and that was around the time that I was changing um, from being a player into a commentator. So having an easier name to say then also is really important. Um, so I went with that um, for the longest time. And it kind of stuck. So people who know me as a coach or as a commentator know me as Kanashi and people who know me as a player know me as KJ. So that's the way how I know like, Oh, where do I know you from? What do you call me? Um, so yeah, uh, I I've just been keeping the, keeping the Kanashi name for a long time and it's just easy, easier on the, uh, on the mouth, so to say. Uh huh. So Sai, what first got you into Overwatch and how long have you been playing this game? Um, so I am a huge gamer. Um, I love teamwork-based competitive games like Overwatch. Um, I really like the art style of it. Um, I've actually uh, played since the beta, since like I had it pre-ordered. I actually had the pre-order Widowmaker skin, uh, the really cool looking one with the cables for her hair. Uh -huh. um, that was my favorite skin. Um, but I played it so much during the beta, I had to take a break. <laughs> I like, I took like a little hiatus after that because uh -huh. I could play the crap out of that game. Um, but I'm, I'm really competitive. So that's really um, the center of why I, you know, why I love Overwatch is because it kind of hits that competitive spot. Did you play any other FPSs prior to playing Overwatch? Um yeah um i mean i've played i mean i've dabbled in you know call of duty but i uh, i i usually play a sniper and you know i get frustrated i get really mad when i play shooters but um halo i played a lot of halo mm -hmm. um what other fps's are there i've played so i used to be a manager at gamestop so i've played so so many probably some really weird ones because we used to be able to like um we used to be able to like take games out and play them for a few days and then bring them back. So, I, you know, there's probably some like I don't even remember that I played because I usually I try to play a big variety of games, even if it's something that I wouldn't normally pick up. Mm -hmm. What are you currently playing besides Overwatch? Um, so what I'm currently playing besides Overwatch, um, Fantasy Star Online 2. Like I said, I'm really I'm really into that game. 
Um, I like a lot of older games that I still play. Uh, I don't know if you guys know what Jet Set Radio Future is. Um, mm -hmm. I still been playing like a, like the Sonic Adventure series. Um, I pick up on old games like that. Um, Diablo three. Um, I played Dead or Alive. I used to play that competitively in high school. I still play it. Um, still makes me mad. Um, but games like that, but mostly, mostly I, you know, mostly I play Overwatch now. How many hours a week would you estimate you play Overwatch? Um, playing, I don't know. I mean, I play a decent amount. It's hard to, it's hard to like put, put hours to it. Cause once you sit down and play it, you, you don't really ever time yourself. Right. Um, and it kind of meshes together with what I do with the league. I mean, I would say I play a few hours a day, every day. And so you said you prefer DPSing, but you're also flex? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, well, basically, it's a kind of a funny story. So I'm usually, every game I play, I'm usually the healer, the girl healer. And I didn't want to do that. <laughs> I didn't want to do that this time. So, um, you know, I, I can play all roles, but um, I prefer DPS. But um, so usually with like DPS, like I, I'll play Symmetra or Torbjorn. Those are my two favorite DPS heroes um, with Tank, uh, Arisa or Diva support. I'm Lucio or Mora. Those are usually the heroes that I tend to, you know, tend to play. But um, I'm a mean Torb. But you know, I gotta have that booty short summer skin. That's the only, <laughs> that's the only one that I'll use. The squeaky sandals. It's the only oh, appropriate skin. Oh, the only yeah, that is the only appropriate skin. Thank you. Um, when it came to the two 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 rollock, did you feel like that really changed the way how you had to play your flex roles, or are you just really open to play whatever you want as long as the team is okay with it? You know, I really just play what I, I usually just play whatever the team needs because you know, when I first started the league, I did play on a team, and then um, the league grew so much that it just it. I couldn't play a team anymore. I just had to focus on my attention on the league. So, you know, when I do play, it's, well, what do you need me to play? You know, does this team need a fill for a tank? Do they need a fill for a DPS? Um, I really like the roll lock because, you know, I know when I play now, if I go and I play quick play and there's no roll lock, you get six people picking DPS. So, um I don't think it really, it's really affected me at all. Cause I can, you know, I can pretty much play whatever. So you said you like playing sim a lot. How is the rapid, not the rapid, but how have the, the repeated changes to her kit and her classification, just the way she's played, how has that affected the way you play her? Um, I mean, I know she's had, you know, she's had some, some buffs and some changes, you know, changes to her damage and stuff like that. Um, what is your favorite iteration of Sim? Do you like her as she is right now? Or did you like her when she had like, you know, the, the ult gives everybody like 75 shield or? I like her how she is now, to be honest. Um, I honestly, I used her more. I used to use Symmetra a lot more before, um, but now I, mo now I mostly use Torb. Um, I used Symmetra a lot more when I, I had a team. Um, it's like I said, it's, it's hard. Cause I don't, I don't get to play a lot with like a, a dedicated team setting. So it's kind of just, I fill in with, with what, whatever the team I'm playing with needs at the time. 
Um, so I don't really get to play Symmetra every single game. Yeah, I do agree that Sim is like a very team-oriented hero. Like, she could only capitalize so much depending on what her team can do um, and how, how the team could really, like, utilize her kit as well. Like, um, the second that she got the teleporter as an ability rather than an ult, um, I, I know that Matt knows the clip, but my team, uh, I used to play for my college team. Um, late at night, we decided to do one of the first iterations of the um, the Symmetra strat where you Hanamura, where we would wall him off early. Yeah. Um, and we had the current, we had the fastest cap at the time of like both A and B. Um, but we don't know if that still holds, especially now with the with the new respawn changes and the way how all that works. So um, we were also playing with DPS. We did a we did May Sim and Bastion, and then I was Orion, and then I think we had um, Moira and Lucio for the speed. So um, yeah, it, it was really interesting to see that. But I do agree that Sim is only as good as the team allows her to be and how, how much she's allowed to, you know, push and make plays on her own. Yeah. So Sayo, I know you said you, recently because of how much you've had to manage with the league, you don't, you haven't really watched Overwatch League anymore, but uh, when you did watch, did you have a favorite team or player that you like to follow? I mean, I like Sinatra. I mean, I do like Sinatra, but um, I really like watching all of them. I, I don't tend to have a favorite team um, because it just, you know, I like watching everybody. Um, you know, I could say that his team is my favorite team, but I like him as a player. Um, I like watching him on Twitch just because I like, you know, like I said, I like who he is. Um, but that's pretty much pretty much it. I mean, I wish I had more time to watch it this year. Um, now that everybody's on lockdown, maybe I'll have more time. Mm-hmm. Plus, you get to be magically bombarded with 16 matches this weekend. So, uh... yes. <laughs> everyone will probably catch a glimpse of the overwatch league uh here and there um i do agree with with that like everybody has like a team that they like um i'm i'm from the bay area so i i like the shock and uh you know i i care about the organization but um at the same time i'm a fan of the game and when it comes down to just like loving how overwatch is being played is is another fine aspect of the overwatch league yeah. So what made you want to start this International Overwatch League? So um I was on a team. I was on a, you know, a team in a league, a competitive team, and um the league's kind of it was a little bit disorganized. Um and my team, we were um we were in a, a bracket, but we kept, you know, steamrolling everybody and it kind of just wasn't managed as well as I thought it, it could be. And we were getting frustrated. Um, it was also not inclusive of everybody, which also was an issue for me. Um, I don't want to get too specific because I don't want anybody to know which league it is, mm-hmm. but um, my team wasn't happy and I really cared about everybody on my team. Um, and there was a lot of toxicity in the league too. So um, I wanted to make a place that everybody could grow um, that was inclusive of everybody, um, learn together and still be in a competitive environment. And, um, I have a really uh, heavy background in management and, um, 
I have a bachelor's degree in cultural anthropology. I love cultures, different different cultures, learning about different people. I just love people in general. So I knew I could probably, you know, run it well. Um, and I love Overwatch. So that's why um, I just, we decided to, we decided to leave and I decided to just, you know, start it up. So what was that process like of, of setting it up, getting all the, the bylaws and everything put into place, recruiting uh, captains, managers, moderators, and, and getting, getting this thing off the ground? Um, it really, it really was a grueling process. Um, so, you know, obviously the first part is, you know, just starting the discord, which that was easy. Um, I had two other admins with me at the time. Um, and we had our team. We didn't have anybody else with us. So at first we had, you know, like six members, um, which was just our team. We did everything manually. Um, I still have my first notebook. We wrote everybody, everybody who came in, we had their names written down, their um, skill range, their roles, their region, because um, we sorted everybody. We had everybody have um, roles in their Discord by, by their region, if they were in the United States or Europe or in Australia, wherever they were from. Um, and I had, you know, in their intro, I had them write something about their personality so I could sort them on teams based on their personality because, you know, I want people to have lasting friendships too. So I tried to get an idea of who they were. So maybe they would be friends out of this. Um, we started recruiting on Facebook primarily and looking for Facebook groups. And that was a daily thing. I think, um, we, st we started this on September, tw September 24th. So tomorrow will be six months. Um, I think maybe in the middle of October, we were up to like 50 members. And then we posted in a Facebook group that had like 30,000 members. And I got 700 comments of people wanting to join. Oh, and wow. um, that was like our big, our, our big blow up with, with this. And it was really overwhelming because me and two other people were doing all of this manually. That was before we had any of the Discord bots, the permissions. Um, we were doing it all manually. Um, so we were answering everybody on the Facebook post manually, making sure everybody had an answer. Everybody got a message. Everybody was welcome. Um, so that was kind of the startup process. And with captains and managers, um, captains, you know, in the league, they're in-game shot callers to us. So we made sure that once there was a full team, the team voted on the captain because it's not right for us to appoint somebody when we don't know your team's synergy or how you're going to play. Um, for managers, at first, we were appointing managers as to like who we thought were going to be, you know, a good fit. But then we, you know, teams started voting on their own managers. Um, you know, we still have a lot of the original teams from when the league first started. And I'm really proud of, I'm really proud of it. Um, and then, you know, after those 700 people <laughs> that commented actually joined, we kind of got privy to, yes, I need to maybe make a, a role selection bot now or um, add a permission spot now, you know, so we don't have to write 700 people in a notebook and do it manually and make it easier on ourselves. So since you're, you're, you and your mods are like managing people from different countries and all across all three platforms of it, uh, not including Switch, 
Um, how much time and effort do you have to put in each week? And, and does is it is it different now that the uh, the matches have started going on, or is has how has that changed? Um, well, when I first started the league, um, I I had a full time job, and it took all of my free time. And um, even when I was at work during my breaks, I was doing this. Um, and when we first started, all I had was my other two admins. They're no longer with me, but I have a really I have a really great admin moderator team now. Um, I'd say now um, I quit my job to have a baby. I had a baby January 7th. And um, now this is my full-time job. This is what I do. So um, I'd say like, I probably do spend 40 hours a week handling things. And um, wow. my, moder my moderators are constantly handling things. They're constantly talking to people on Discord, constantly recruiting. Cause I, I take it really seriously because you know, the friendships that people make are really important to me. You know, I have some teams that are trying to meet up and that, you know, that's all that I want from this. Um, mm -hmm. I, I don't want to get sappy, but, <laughs> but you know, I don't know. I love that stuff. Um, I would say like with the season games now, it is a lot more work. Um, we have recruited casters so we have dedicated casters and they're awesome. Honestly, if they they don't ever cast for the actual Overwatch League, I will be surprised because they are amazing. Um, so I guess, you know, that's one thing that's changed. There's a lot more work going into it because, you know, we organized that. I was making promotional posters until this, this whole COVID stuff happened and I started getting freaked out. My husband got laid off too. So that was one thing that kind of derailed that, but definitely a lot more work with a season going on. Uh huh. How many different teams, countries, and players are there involved in this league? What platform do you play on too? I, I forgot to ask you that. Um, I have, I have it for every single platform. So yeah. um, I, I, can, I can play on anything. Um, Including Switch? I mean, I, you know, no, I didn't get it for the Switch. Uh, not yet. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get it for the switch, but, um, but primarily, um, all my cool skins, my booty shorts, Torb skin is on the PS4. Um, but currently we have 946 members. Um, like I said, our six month anniversary is tomorrow. Um, we have, um, it's like around, you know, 35 total teams across all platforms. 25 of those are on, um, PS4. And the rest are made up from Xbox and PC. Um, our Xbox and PC communities are growing. It is just really hard to find dedicated players that are active um, in those categories. But the ones that we have found are very dedicated and they're great players. Um, for the countries, um, we have different countries and continents. Uh, the USA, Canada, the United Kingdom, Australia. We had a player from Iran. And um, we have players from Africa, too. That's insane how big it's getting. Yes. I am excited to hit the 1,000-member mark. <laughs> so when you, when you were playing with the league, how did that, that style, like that experience – differ from when you you don't play with the league like 
just with randos or, or other teams that you play on? Um, I honestly, I don't like, I, I really do like playing on a team. I prefer playing on a team. Um, I had to stop playing on the team because it was just too much. The league required so much time and dedication to keeping it running. I just couldn't, it was not fair for me to play on a team and, you know, have them expect me to be able to give time from myself that I didn't have. Um, Cause I did play on a team for a while, um, but I just, I couldn't, that was just a part of myself that I just, I couldn't give cause I didn't have it. Um, I don't like playing with randoms. Um, I get a lot of people, a lot of people throwing in comp, um, which is another story. Um, I thought about making my own team again because, you know, now that I'm home all the time, it seems like it, you know, it's been getting a little bit easier, but I'm not really sure. So what are your plans for the the future of this league and how to, how to keep it growing? Um, so, so like I said, um, we're recruiting all the time. I have, um, my moderators are actually split up into teams. Um, like I said, I have a great moderating team. Um, we have a recruiting team. They're constantly out on Reddit, Facebook, constantly looking for new groups um, that we haven't searched before, um, getting permission to make posts, recruitment posts, and we partner with other leagues as well. Um, so my future plans is to just keep growing. Um, I want the teams that are in my league to get better and, you know, maybe, maybe one day be able to, you know, do paid tournaments, you know, maybe one day be able to play in the actual Overwatch League, you know, whatever they want to do, you know, that's where I want to get them. You know, I just wanted my teams wherever that they want to go. And like I said, you know, the friendships that they make mean a lot to me. So I want to keep making those friendships too. What for you is the the most fun and most rewarding parts of this? And what for you is the hardest part? Um, I'd say the most rewarding part for this is just, you know, seeing how much everybody loves each other. I mean, I know with this outbreak going on and all this uncertainty everywhere, people constantly log on to discord log on to you know a community that i created to say hey i you know i love being here in this place you know kind of keeps me going i don't know what i would do without you guys you know or you know all the positive messages like you know this is you know one of the most well put together communities that i've ever been a part of and i really appreciate it i think that's the most rewarding thing to me is just, I love being able to bring people together and make them feel that. Um, the hardest part I'd say um, is, you know, sometimes I, I think the hardest part is, is when you get members or like even, you know, management, you get close with people sometimes and um, then they, they don't act right or, you know, they do, they are, toxic to other members and sometimes you have to part ways with people that you really care about and I think that is the hardest part. What have you learned from this entire experience and how does it feel like to see six months later you've got people across the world and almost a thousand players? I mean I think like 
what I've learned from this, I mean, I think this has definitely shown me that, you know, I, I can bring people together because I mean, you know, growing up, I didn't really have a lot of, a, a lot of confidence in myself. And this is definitely helps me grow as a person. Um, you know, and I definitely, I mean, I definitely learned a lot of, uh, you know, how to use discord stuff's complicated. <laughs> but I mean, I think this is definitely like when you when you have to run a community of almost a thousand people across the world, you learn a lot about yourself and what friendships mean to you. And um, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It just means so much to me that I, I don't even know if I could really put it into words. But I think that's also why it works because, you know, every single member of management that I have, you know, that I've chosen to lead with me, they feel the same way. So that's why it works. Mm -hmm. So uh, where, where can people who want to, to join the league or watch it streamed or find it? Um, and how, how do they do that? And what's, what do you, what is the average rank of people who play right now? Um, well, I mean, I would say the average rank of people that play, if we averaged it out, probably would be, you know, maybe like within the range of gold to diamond because um, we let everybody in no matter what your rank is. You have to be at least level 25 to join because you need to be able to play competitive. Um, you need to have a skill rating in order for us to sort you into a team. But, you know, if, you know, if you are ranked in bronze, we're not going to turn you away and say you can't join. Um, now, if, um, for matches being streamed, um, we do have an official Twitch. It's um, IOWL Miners. Um, we also have an Instagram, IOWL.official. Um, and I mean, we also have a Discord, but if you guys go to our, um, if you guys go to our Instagram, um, if you send me a message, I can send you a link to our Discord. You can send me a message anytime. And, and our Instagram has um, all of our teams on, I mean, well, some of our teams that have sent me, sent me a logo. We have a lot of teams that haven't sent me logos yet. Logos that are currently being made. Um, we have league designers that mm -hmm. make logos for our teams. Um, but that's kind of, you know, how you would join. We have a Facebook group too. Uh, Kevin, do you have any other questions that you want to ask? Uh, not, not a lot. Um, I'm just really glad that we got, got the experience. Thank you for coming on and telling us your whole, you know, background and how you got this whole league started. Um, I come from the collegiate scene, so uh, I have a little bit of a different, um, what is it, experience when it comes to how, how Blizzard itself wants to organize, you know, college scenes. But um, I really do appreciate, like, especially people like you who start up their own leagues and take initiative and are willing to, you know, organize tournaments and get-togethers um, across a whole bunch of different regions. I know it's a lot of work, um, but it definitely uh, pays off considering the amount of, like, friends and lifelong bonds you actually do make while being on a team. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you guys um, asking me to be, be here today um, and talk about the league. It means a lot to me. Yeah. Is there anything you wanted to add or talk more about? 
me? Um, no, I, I think you guys asked me a lot of stuff. So I just, you know, I just really appreciate it. I appreciate it so much. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for, for coming on and talking with us. It was really fun uh, learning about everything that went into to putting this lead together, especially because I do play on it. And I, I got to say, like, before I started playing it on this league, um, I don't know. I, I just kind of played Overwatch by myself. I didn't really queue up with anybody. Occasionally, I'd play with my brother and one of his friends, but it was just kind of, it, it sucked because I, I would lose about 50% of the time because people on my team, I couldn't trust. They were, they would leave or they would troll. I'd get the, the, the stereotypical may walling everybody in. And it was just really frustrating. But as soon as I, I joined this league, it was a lot different. I mean, the first team I, I joined, um, they didn't really play together. And then you, you contacted me and moved me onto Zomnix. And now with Zomnix, uh, even though we've had a little bit of a rough time, we still at least four or five of us will play twice a week. And it's, it's, made the game a lot more fun for me um and like even though i've had this podcast it, it's given me just this more um this greater appreciation for the game so thank you so much for all the work you have put into it oh that means a lot it really does because that's the kind of stuff that's exactly why um why i made the league and that's why i keep doing it and that's why i keep putting all this work into it is so people you know you can have that feeling that's what i want people to keep having all right well this has been our interview with sayu who is the founder of the international overwatch league um if you're not a part of it already i highly recommend joining and uh increasing her workload and hitting that 1000 mark uh happy six month anniversary to you sayu for for putting this together cool so see you all next week where we'll cover more overwatch league news and uh, hopefully get those 16 matches of Overwatch League. Uh, yay. All right. See you, everybody. Stay safe and uh, stay inside. Please stay inside. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash stay your hands. Face. Next week, we get into the first mega week of the league matches, and we also see what the league has in store for us and if the Blizzard servers are going to get any better. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you hear, please like, rate, and subscribe to us on all your favorite podcast platforms and follow us on all social media at Believe in OWL. Questions or comments? Please send us an email at believeinowl at gmail.com. If you'd like to advertise with our show, please contact our network at believe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.